Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Monday, June, July 10th in the year 2023. Lots going on in the news. And of course, one of the things we're continuing to see is the surfacing of the awareness of people on the topic of child sex exploitation on so many levels, from trafficking to abuse to end user issues. We're going to be talking about some of that here in a little bit. Let's before we begin, I'm really going to stress that every single person these days, as we start to see the unraveling of our world and it's happening, we need to be focused literally on the sort of things that make sure our home is safe. Make sure you do have a safety plan, an action plan, and a way to make sure your home is kept safe with your skills. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again. 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Well, Patriots, there's all sorts of crazy going on, as you know. And one of the problems we have with this current world that we're in is that the cancer just doesn't seem to stop. I think that's the part that just keeps stunning all of us is that every time we turn around and think that it's going to be an end to it, it actually isn't. I want you to listen to this piece here, and I'm going to warn you, there may be a little bit of language in this, but this is a father who's telling a story about his sons going into the doctor to have a medical exam for sports. Take a listen. I'm literally on fire right now. I just got off the phone with my wife who took my nine and seven-year-old boys to the doctor today to get physicals for tackle football and school next year and all that other shit. The first, my nine-year-old son went in first, and the first thing this woman asks him is if he identifies as a boy, a girl, gender fluid, or non-binary. My son, he's never heard of any of that shit before. You've been dealing with him your whole life. He is clearly a boy's boy. So what are you, trying to plant a fucking seed in his head? The only thing I could be thankful for is that my wife took them instead of me. And props to my wife because she said something. And if she didn't, they would ask my seven-year-old son the same damn question. This shit is ridiculous. And to the people out there to think that there's nothing wrong with that, and I'm just a a, a transphobe or all that shit, you're fucked up. This is bullshit. And there's something wrong with you. 
Harsh language, but the fact is we've got parents that are waking up now to the extreme of this. And when we start talking about kids, that's the line. And we've seen it, and it continues to happen, and it is absolutely what needs to be said. These words need to be shared, and it's something that is unbelievable because it's corrupting every aspect of our medical world. They're they're trying to use the medical institutions, which are literally privatized medical tyranny, to continue to confuse children and bring them to a point where they begin to question their identity and doing it through a medical professional. There's nothing more sick than that. Now, here's a short piece about two minutes, and take a listen to this. This happened at Camp Pendleton. This is unbelievable. Out of Camp Pendleton, where a missing 14-year-old girl has finally been found and a Marine has been taken into custody in connection with her disappearance. That girl's family now alleging she was trafficked and sold to a Marine for sex. Our Leanne Suter joining us live in studio with the latest details. Leanne? Michelle and Jory, shocking details and allegations coming from the victim's family who says that teen was sold for sex. Camp Pendleton authorities now investigating. Authorities confirming this picture posted on social media showing the moment the Marine was arrested as authorities investigate a possible human trafficking case at Camp Pendleton after a missing 14-year-old girl was found on base. Just trying to give an update. My family and I are doing okay. Would just like to start off by thanking everyone for boosting this video. I appreciate everyone trying to bring awareness to this incident. The teen's aunt taking to social media to talk about the case and concerns about possible retaliation from the military. The woman says her niece has learning disabilities and was allegedly sold for sex. The 14-year-old's grandmother reported her missing on June 13th to the San Diego Sheriff's Department. She told investigators the young girl who had run away before but always returned home quickly went missing the week before. I would also like to please ask for respect for my family. On June 28th, the teen was located inside the barracks at Camp Pendleton. Since the base is federal property, Naval Criminal Investigative Services is handling the investigation with the assistance of the Sheriff's Department and San Diego Human Trafficking Task Force. The victim's family vowing to continue their fight for answers. I will not rest until the whole world knows, and those responsible are held accountable and justice, justice is served. Camp Pendleton officials say as of Thursday, the Marine had not been charged and remains in custody of his command. This begs so many questions that people need to be asking. How did that young lady get on on base? Even if he put her in the trunk of the car, which might be possible, he might be able to use his ID to drive through the gate checkpoint. Now you have the whole issue is how did he get her in the barracks? How did nobody not know? How how did the, the, the senior command not get any word of this? This is unbelievable. This goes so high. And the implications of this are that the corruption, again, in the child sex trafficking and pedophilia are deep within the ranks of our military and our government. So you need to be aware of these things, keep the pressure on it, and be relentless in demanding truth for all of these things. And again, like I've said many times, be cautious on how quick you extend your open trust to everybody in uniform. The infection is real. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Time for some spiritual warfare and some serious prayer. Prayers up. Let's go. Father God, we're coming to you today again just with a heavy heart with all the torment and trauma that's being used, waged against our children. This fight is unbelievable. And it is a war that's being waged on the mind and the body and, and trying to break the soul. So, Father, we're going to begin to get today as we have done so many times. But again, please hear our prayers. We are declaring a hedge of protection around our children. 
And that hedge of protection is on so many levels. We want to pray that these children are kept safe. We're trying to pray that for, we're praying into the fact that those that are in being tormented, that they can truly hear that word of Jesus. And Jesus, please speak to them to let them know that help is on the way. We may not be the fastest there, but Father, we are the sons and daughters of the Most High. Your children are stepping into this authority, and we are praying into these strongholds now. We're on fire. We're on fire for the love of Christ, and we're on fire for the preciousness of our children. This enemy needs to be crushed, and relentlessly. And so we're praying, Father, that the mighty war angels now become poised and begin to fight and wage war on the demonic level to start waging war and cutting the legs out of these demons that are trying to instrument this pain on earth. This has to stop, Father. And as the hearts of, of your children in this world, we pray that the continued strength and mightiness of the warriors of Christ will continue to rise up, to speak boldly into the world, to speak the truth that needs to be spoken, to shake those sleeping zombies from their trees, and to literally start making people realize what they're part of. This system is an absolute Ponzi scheme built around a singular issue in the end of the day about trafficking children for profit, pleasure, and power. And this is not acceptable on any level. And so, Father, we also pray for mercy on this nation, mercy on the nations of the world that have turned a blind eye to this horrific crime, who have allowed this to go on as we've consumed life with ourself, our needs, and we've allowed this to perpetuate itself. The extent of what goes on in the human sex trafficking realm that centers around children is beyond the imagination of most people. From ritual abuse to science sacrifice, to harvesting of organs, to producing, creating these children into baby factories to produce more of children to be sacrificed and used, the abuse of children to produce adrenochrome for another market, the use of children for sexual pleasure, the abuse of children for pedophilia, and then the grooming of another breed of children that become the MK Ultra damaged children that they use in various roles in film and in leadership. This is a sick network of people. And so, Father, we are asking today, declared with the authorities given, us to, given to us by Jesus, that a mighty hand of justice come to this earth. We will stand, Father. We will stand mightily in this hour. And we will stand to lean into this enemy, to stand boldly against it. So, Father, we also pray that you will guide our hand. This is a hand that must be levied to the extent of Joshua in Jericho and David with Goliath. This is a time now that these people need to understand truly that, there is a, that their time is up. And so, Father, we pray for the great shaking of this nation and of this earth, that these pedos know and have to confront truly who they serve. They, they need to be very clear on the consequences of what comes to them. And so we're praying in hard, Father. We know, Father, your heart is for all your children. And this is putting us in an emotional bind as humans. In this, in this time, in this physical space, we are absolutely tormented with this idea of physical painful justice for the pain in which they've extolled on these children. And as this runs conflict at times with a loving and forgiving heart, forgive us, Father. But this is the passion of love that we see now rising up within us as we awaken to the horrors that these children are being put through. And so, Father, we are praying for your guidance to guide our hand in this process that will ultimately deliver a justice in this time, to deliver such a justice that will separate those that can be saved and send those right to hell that can't be. 
This is an amazing time of awakening, and we pray for the continuing shaking of the hearts and awakening of people's lives. And so, Father, we also pray into the, the principle of Operation Vineyard, as you have put on our hearts as a commission to continue to inspire this nation and this world to step in, this Bard's nation to be inspired to step in, start putting their gifts and talents to the focus of rescuing, healing, and restoring these children. And it's not just limited to the trafficked children. We have children that are being victimized by the, the these public schools, children that are being tormented by the teachings of lies, children that are being victimized by the use of drugs, fentanyl, and other things. We have to save the children. And so, Father, we're praying again on a massive pr prayer of protection around these children to shake them from their darkness and to give them hope, to spark that hope within their hearts. For those that are caught in these cycles of endless terror, whatever that is, be it drugs, be it abuse, be it sexual sexual abuse, whatever this, whatever this is, let them hear the words of Jesus to comfort them, to know that they are the precious children of, of the Most High, and let them hear the words again, Father, that we are coming. Help is on its way, but it will take us time as, as time, as fast as you can mobilize us, Father, we will move but it will take the heart of the world, the heart of a nation to unite together, to put our foot down and say no more, that your children are not for sale. So Father, we pray into this moment, this time to truly raise up these children, to give them the strength to endure these moments, to be able to see greaterness in their own selves and greatness truly in kingdom, to understand that what they're being going through will not, be, will not endure, that this is the end of that torture and torment. Father, guide our hands, bless us in this walk, lift us and raise us as the mighty warriors of Christ. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, I'm telling you, this is an intense time. Just a quick message from one another one of our great sponsors. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years." End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. So I really am puzzled how it is that prison has more justice than we do out here. Convicted U.S. Olympics gymnast or gymnastics pedo he was Larry Nasser, and he was the doctor for the U.S. Olympics. He has been stabbed multiple times during an altercation with another inmate in federal prison in Florida. 
In other words, prison delivered the justice that he deserved, to be quite frank. And this is something that continues to just stun me. How we literally have a situation where the only way to get justice is to get these pedos convicted and stuck in prison so that the prisoners can fix the problem for us. That is absolutely unacceptable. And I say this because I want you to think about what's happening here. These guys, and you'll, you'll hear them say, well, I'm on death row or I have, a, I have a life conviction. I just don't get it, though, how they end up, the ones that we cast out, the ones that have done a wrong, that have committed them to an to a internal commitment into a cell, we're allowing them, expecting them in many ways, to deliver the justice against these pedos that needs to be delivered. It's sick. And it's, it's why we are so broken. This is, should not even be an issue. We should be delivering this justice ourselves as people in these communities, knowing that these pedos are doing this damage to, to our kids. This is unbelievable. All right, I'm, this is a long segment. This is six minutes, okay? I, I mean, it'll kind of take us to the end. But I really want you to hear it. It's an important message about how pervasive this sex trafficking is and it's right in the grocery store. Take a listen to this testimony from this woman that was stalked. Hey guys, um, just coming on here to share a story that has been just weighing on my heart and I feel like I'm supposed to share it. I've had a lot of like reluctancy to share it, but I'm ready now. I think it has purpose and especially with how much is coming out right now, I just hope that this message hits whoever it's supposed to hit. Um, me and my family went to Crystal Beach um, down in Texas a few weeks back and we were at the big store and I had um, this feeling I've never had inside of me before, just like this icky, like be aware feeling. We walk in the store and me and my son um, walk ahead while my husband's getting a cart and it's super busy. Um, and I noticed that there's about eight to 10 people standing with no carts or anything in their hands and there's this one female with them that is just staring at me and my son and she's with these two men right here um she ends up kind of whispering to them and i'm watching them and at this point i just have this feeling that i need to just be in awareness with them so my husband's still not with me me and my son are starting to walk certain aisles and just to see if they're following us so we go about five to six different aisles i'm kind of hopping back and forth um, and they're still there. So we end up um, meeting up with my husband and at that point we're on the chip aisle and they are literally like right behind me. The female is right behind me and I grab my husband and I'm like, they're following us. So he turns and he's like, what, what the fuck? Um, and they scatter and go to that big group. So I go in the aisle and I'm pointing my finger at them and I'm like, they're fucking following us. Um, and then they all disperse. So I still have this just like feeling in my chest that it's not over. Um, we're standing in line and I recognize who's in front of me and I recognize who's behind me. Um, and all of a sudden this female and um, about like a 15 year old boy jump the line and get right behind us. They have nothing in their hands. Um, they look disheveled. They, their eyes were just staring just straight at us. Um, very weird exchange, right? Um, so I tell my husband, I'm like, dude, I don't trust this right here. I need you to like, keep an eye on. I start talking to my son and any Spanish that I know I'm half Cuban and I look over and the kid has his phone out and he has it held like this. 
and it's a FaceTime of a man on the other side and the camera is pointed at me. So I look at him and I'm like, what are you doing? Um, and he, you know, holds the camera to his chest and he's like, no, 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 nothing, nothing. Um, and starts whispering to the woman next to him. And I turn to my husband and I'm like, they're fucking videoing me. I turn and look back and sure enough, he has the camera again pointed at me. Um, I again say, what are you doing? Um, then he starts to whisper, whisper, whisper. And this woman grabs him and they run out and she says, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. They run out of the store. At that point, I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, I ended up, you know, just still not feeling that it was over. Um, I look back and there's this man that has the camera held up at his chest and it's directed in our direction. And I told my husband, I'm like, I'm sounding crazy now. I need you to pay attention to this guy and where he ends up. Sure enough, he ends up right behind us, nothing in his hands, same vibe. And my husband's like, what are you buying? He's like, oh, a, a parking pass. And I explained to him, I'm like, I'm sorry that this, this just happened to me. Um, and this guy was videoing me. So I'm just feeling really uncomfortable right now. I go ahead and tell the cashier and the cashier was like, this is serious. You need to go talk to the supervisor. So me and my husband go over to talk to the supervisor and we're sitting there, our heads are faced, we're telling the whole story. We turn around and that man now is with another woman and they have themselves like just staring at us, boldly just staring at us. And I don't know if y'all <laughs> have been to a grocery store before, um, but like these kind of encounters don't necessarily happen. People don't just like boldly stare at you you look at them and they get all nervous and their eyes kind of turn and they're like, oh, no, no, I wasn't looking at you. These people were just staring at us. So me and my husband are like now at this point turned to this, like away from the supervisor desk and just straight looking at them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, he ends up whispering, I hope you find who you're looking for. Um, at that point, my husband's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Um, so we ended up leaving. I called the police. I filed a police report. And I ended up, um, she ended up coming up there and talking to the supervisor. That's all I know of what happened to the situation. Um, but the only reason I'm sharing this story is because of the awareness around the situation. This shit is really happening every single day. The, the stories you're seeing, I, it's, it's really happening. And right now it's time to bring it to light. It's time for women to feel confident um, out there, even if it's just you and your children, it's time for us to have that awareness. Get off your phones when you're in public with your children. So there we have it right there is you've got to have situational awareness at all time. Okay. And this is so critical is that, and I'm, I'm just going to put this out here to men. Listen, I don't, you, she right there and she points out something that men love to do. It's like, ah, it's not that bad. This is not a time to be playing that game. Mothers have an amazing sense when it comes to protecting their children. If your wife is telling you something's off, get busy and figure out what it is. And don't be the macho dude acting like it's no big deal. These are real issues. These traffickers are trained. They know how to nab and grab. They know how to move in seconds. So it is absolutely important that we work together as family units and as communities to start maintaining situational awareness. And folks, if you're in the if you're in a shopping situation or in the public and you start to see something creepy, start bringing it to people's attention. 
This is our obligation to start working to raising up the body of Christ and getting this awareness. The most important asset we have in this immediate situation are the children that are not yet trafficked or damaged. We have to protect them while we build up other aspects to help the others. It's so important. We'll talk a lot more about that tonight. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.